Hey you, I'm Reese, and welcome to Making Meaning. Making Meaning is here to guide you along your path to make meaning in a way that makes sense for you. And this week, I am sharing my story to kick us off. I am a little bit nervous about it, but I figured that this is the best way to kick off a podcast that is all about making meaning is sharing a little bit about what that process looks like for me. So I'm really glad you're here and that I get to share this with you. So let's take a deep breath. And here we go. Okay, let's just jump right into it. I am going to start by sharing one of my favorite um, snippets, I guess, excerpts from Nietzsche's um, The Gay Science, which is one of my favorite philosophical works. It is just so applicable. You can open it to any page and get a little story that just makes you think about something a little bit deeper. Um, And this one goes... What if some day or night a demon were to steal after you into your loneliest loneliness and say to you, this life as you now live it and have lived it, you will have to live once more and innumerable times more. Would you not throw yourself down and gnash your teeth and curse the demon who spoke thus? Or have you once experienced a tremendous moment when you would have answered him, you are a God and never have I heard anything more divine. The first time I heard this, I was a junior in high school, and I was just struck by how meaningful I found it, because my first instinct was how terrifying that you would have to live the same life over and over and over again. And then when it got to the end, and you learn that there's another option, that you could praise that being for being divine and gifting you living this life over and over and over again. I knew that I wanted to live a life that I wanted to live repeatedly. So that kind of sparked this journey into creating the Cohere Collective and Cohere and everything that I want it to represent and it to be. Of course, this started way back before all of that. That was really just one instigatory moment that really sticks out to me. But to get a little bit into my personal story, I have always just felt this purpose um, deep within me and this drive to just find fulfillment for that purpose ever since I was born. Um, And then as I grew up and you go through school and you're told that these are the right ways to do things, it can start to stifle that feeling inside of each of us. And to me, I think that's the divine spark we all have. We all have that drive, that feeling of purpose. Eventually, I went to an extremely religious middle school that continued to stifle that feeling within me and really made it difficult for me to feel like I was worthy of that purpose. Um, I really felt like I wasn't good enough to have that purpose or enact it. And I want to be clear that this is not all religions. It's just the flaw of organized religion is that 
people are flawed. And so when people are the ones organizing something spiritual, inherently it's going to become flawed. And that doesn't speak for everyone or for every religion or for anyone's individual practice, of course. But I think for a lot of people, the flaws within organized religion has been really negatively impactful on their lives. And it was for me. Um, Around the same time, my grandma passed away and I was really close with my grandma. And of course, this kind of sparked this new layer of questioning about permanence and life. And then around this time, something called anxiety started developing a lot more for me as well. And I began to go to therapy shortly before my grandma had passed away. And so I feel really thankful that I was in therapy at the time that that happened. And all of this kind of culminated in this year when I was about 12 years old of just these crazy life events, starting therapy, having this Christian middle school, um, really, really get inside my head and convince me that I wasn't good enough, my grandma passing away. And I also started acting at that point in my life. And it was just this channel for me to feel so connected to the world around me. Um, I eventually switched schools because I identified that that was not the right fit for me. And luckily, my parents did as well. And they were very supportive in me finding a school that did fit. So, of course, leaving a religious school and moving to a non-religious or spiritual school really motivated me motivated me to continue searching and asking questions about spirituality and meaning and why we're all here um i eventually switched to another school as well and teachers at both of these institutions really promoted questioning which was so important and life-changing for me at my second high school that I ended up graduating from, I had a literature teacher who gave me a book called the Mahamudra, which is a sacred Buddhist text, and my life was forever changed. I also discovered philosophy and a passion for literature and poetry and writing that similarly to acting made me feel connected to the world around me and i realized that there were all of these avenues that i felt were so connected to each other that brought together what this deeper meaning of life could be and i wanted to investigate that so when i went to college i decided to create my own degree and combine writing acting and philosophy to hopefully further investigate what is going on here? (laughs) The big question mark of why are we here? Um, Then I graduated, pursued my master's degree, and recently graduated with that as well. And through developing my thesis and that being about these questions as well, I just knew that my purpose that I had felt since I was younger rested in these questions, asking these questions and wanting to help other people ask these questions too and not prescribe answers and not prescribe what works for me as the end-all be-all or the parts of my life that make me feel more connected to the world around me as what's going to work for everyone, right? Because that's just not how life works. But as this 
way to hopefully get someone else to ask questions too, because it completely unlocked a whole other layer of living for me once I started asking these questions. And I think that that is our human right and responsibility to live meaningfully. And so Cohere was born. I think it's really important to me that as we go about this podcast and the accompanying blog, I kind of describe my own practices. Um, My definition of God and my definition of selfhood. So to kind of begin, I think my definition of God and selfhood are really interrelated. I believe we are, as Alan Watts puts it, all fingertips of God's consciousness. I think that divine spark within all of us, whether you call that a soul or your mind, um, I think that we all have that and that that is what links us to one another and that that is something beautiful and magical that should be honored. I think that when we are all together, that spark that you find in company and relationship really speaks to the higher power of God. Um, So God for me is this universal energy. I think that it exists in nature. I think that it does exist after death. And I think that it exists within all of us. And not to say that that has to be the one that you come to or that I want anyone to come to after listening to this content. It's just important to me that y'all understand the framework that I'm working from as I go about talking with other people about these things too. Um, I also practice a lot of different things that go into what I consider my spirituality. I read tarot cards. Um, very into astrology as well. Both of those more as a practice of reflection than divination. Um, I'm also really passionate about personality tests like the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and numerology and things like that. I think that these are all tools that we can have in our tool belt to help us get at that deeper level of meaning, peek behind the veil a little bit. And then of course, meditation, journaling, writing, writing poetry, and reading numerous, innumerous self-help books are all so important to my own practice of what it means to be me and what it means to be a spiritual being. And this all kind of comprises where I am at right now. Um, All this to say, I'm still very open to what this can become and what this will mean in the future and how it will change and that I want that for each of you as well to come to this podcast or this blog with an open mind an open heart and just try new things and experiment to try and find some deeper level of living. So to move away from some more of my personal story and into kind of some of the rituals that the podcast will take on, um, I really want to be intentional about how I structure this podcast. For every episode, I will have one guest and we will just kind of talk and chit chat. Um, At the beginning, I will give a brief introduction just so you kind of understand a little bit about that person. And I'll say something I'm grateful for. I think that's really important to set the tone of the podcast and of this work that we're doing as a practice of gratitude. Um, So that's something I really want to adopt and implement in the podcast. 
with each of my interviews, I am also planning on just starting by asking them their story. I think everyone's story has some sort of message that we can learn. And I think listening and creating space for people to share their story and their narrative is so important and is glossed over really, really easily. But where we come from and who we are makes up who we're going to be as a community, as a people, as a humanity, and every person's individuality is an important part of that. And then I'll just kind of dive in and keep asking questions and try and learn from our guests. And hopefully as you listen in, you can learn as well. Then to close out the podcast, I'll always try and ask, you know, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything we missed that you think is important just to make sure there's no glaring oversights that my guests might want to address. And then I'll ask them what's one word they're feeling. This is a practice I picked up from one of my professors in college. And at the end of every class, she would say, just give me one word with a takeaway or what you learned today. And it was just such a nice way to reflect on the class, reflect on what we had learned that day, on how we were feeling. And I just think it adds a really nice bow to the conversation. So that's kind of how this is going to run. With every podcast, I will be posting an accompanying blog post on the website, thecoherecollective.com. And if you're interested in some of my insights from the conversations I have with these guests, you can look to those there. I am just so stoked to be on this journey, whatever it ends up looking like. I'm open to this changing and rearranging and becoming whatever our community wants this to look like. Yes, it is starting here with my story and my kind of dream, but I want this to become a place for all of us to form community and ask big questions and support each other in that journey. So I'm just grateful for you if you are here, if you are listening, and I will see you next time. so much for tuning in today um this was of course a really personal episode for me and so i really appreciate you taking the time to kind of listen to me my story and a little bit more about the cohere collective and what we aim to do if you want more info about today's episode head to thecoherecollective.com and click on our story there will normally be a blog post that accompanies every episode but since this one is already all of my thoughts i figured that might be a little redundant but you can definitely hear more about the cohere collective in the our story tab You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you can subscribe to our newsletter on thecoherecollective.com so you never miss another episode. For updates on all of our stuff, follow us on Instagram at thecoherecollective, and you can follow me on Instagram if you're so inclined at Lillian Reese Brown. And feel free to leave an honest review or rating. It helps me reach the people who will resonate with my content and hopefully reach my goal of making the world at least a slightly better place. Sharing the pod is also a great way to start conversations with important people in your life, so I encourage you to do that and see what you learn about some people that are around you. Right now, 
I am just feeling really excited for the future. So thank you for being here, and I hope you feel like you're living more coherently. Catch y'all next time. All the love.